Good afternoon. This is Dr. Saul Goldstein. The uh, the opinions expressed by these two, uh, you know, uh, fellows, uh, colored folks, uh, may or may not be the opinions of uh, their employers uh, or mine. Uh, holla at me. Top top, they won't top top. They love top top. They won't top top. They love top top. If I speak, I am in in big trouble. In big trouble, and I don't want to be in big trouble. Chop Soccer, we are back in the building. Center circle this week, man. Last week, we told you there was a bunch of games going down on Saturday. We called the MLS game of the week, Austin versus New York Red Bull. And boy, did we deliver. Boy, did Austin and Red Bull deliver. A seven-goal thriller down to the wire. Um, Red Bull takes it on the road at Q2 Stadium. Ken, did you catch that game? How did you feel about it? Uh, I actually caught it the old-fashioned way. Uh, I listened to it on the radio when I was driving back from. Oh, uh, damn, Mendo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, just listening to it that way. Uh, I mean, the call could have been better, but you could definitely feel like the excitement of the game. Mm-hmm. Like it was, uh, like just going back and forth. Like you know, when Red Bull got those two early goals, I was like, oh, this is a wrap. like and then uh like you know fair credit to like you know austin like you know they crawled back they clawed back into it made it a game um i mean ultimately i think red bull deserved it just on the play of the day Mm -hmm. but because i mean like it's hard to give up four goals and get anything from a game Mm -hmm. so like if you score four goals on another team like you kind of deserve to win but austin definitely showed that like you know they had a lot of fight which is what they've done when they've gone down 2-0 in games before. I heard that on the radio. So, Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I did not catch the game, but I saw the result. I saw the highlights. I uh, kind of felt bad for Austin because they fought so hard. And it was one of those games where you just have to wonder what if. What if their starting keeper, Brad Stuver, was not in COVID protocol? What happens? Um, maybe that game ends 3-3 because that first goal that they gave up was woof. Yikes, that was a bad, bad giveaway. Um, completely undeserved goal. Um, ballsy shot for sure. But, you know, 9.9 keepers in the world stop that shit every time. And he just bobbled it, and it just dribbles into the goal. So, you know, without that, it's a 3-3 game. um, And one that Austin largely dominated possession in. So, hey, them's the breaks in MLS, man. Parity is what it is. So you got to get it done. You got to get it done on the road. You got to stop it from happening to you at home. None of those things happen. Uh, We are here. Red Bull is now in third place told you it was a game of the week (laughs) yeah and i think it was a good highlight of like how deep the eastern conference is Mm -hmm. and like on the other side kind of how shallow the western conference is like you know like they're shallow it's just different i mean they're, they're teams that can score a lot of goals in the west but like the team that everybody's afraid of in the West is clearly LAFC. 
right? For sure. And I think that in the East, you have in that conference, you have more teams that you need to like worry about. Like you know who the top three is going to be essentially in some order, pretty much in the East. Mm-hmm. Like in the West, you, I'm pretty sure, like you know, it looks like LAFC is going to be the top, and and you know, like anything can happen. Because I mean, Austin just lost, you know, and then right below them in that fourth tier, you have like Minnesota, Salt Lake, FC Dallas, Nashville. The Galaxy, mm-hmm. Portland, like the Sounders are still like, you know, down there. Like all of that's really jammed up. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be a fun year, man, for sure. There's a lot happening, a lot of movement. Um, the overall quality is pretty high right now, especially through like the top four teams in each conference. So I'm super excited to see how the playoffs shape out and who takes it home this year, man. I'm really hoping NYCFC can back to back because I will be talking spectacular shit if we pull off a two beat. But uh, yeah, let's see what happens, man. It's always a crapshoot once it once we get to the playoffs. Yeah, and you guys have a game at hand, like to go top. Mm-hmm. And if you guys win that game, you guys are by no means out of the supporter show race. I don't want it, bro. I swear to you, I don't want it. Do you, well, do you, would you take it if it was just like a byproduct of your team being that good? Or do you want the team to like push for it? Cause I think like, I think it could happen without it. And I understand also the idea that like, you might not want the week off. That's, that's the only thing. <laughs> that's the only reason I don't want it. I don't want the week off for them. You know, yeah. that it is just, it does not help. It just doesn't. No. Um, this team is good enough to withstand a week off because, you know, they find ways They have the practice facility up north. You know, they can bring one of the area teams in to play a little competitive match to keep them a little fit for playoffs. But overall, that playing game, that momentum makes a huge difference as you push towards the cup. So for me, fuck that supporter shield. Get the Campeones Cup, and I'm all good. Would you? I've been thinking about this. I mm-hmm. actually, I would actually be in favor of doing a more NFL style playoffs, where you have Wild Card Weekend and then everybody gets a week off. Okay. Okay. Right. So yeah, like, I like that. You know, and then you start like in your quarters, like you have your wild cards. Like I would like I would make a wild card weekend everything like three through eight, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then from there everybody gets a week off. And you have yeah. your quarters, you have your semis, and you have your finals, like in all in a month. Now, on the flip side of that is now you're talking about a late, well, early to mid-December final. And depending on where that is, it's dead brick. I would would compress the schedule a little bit. I would introduce a third 
compress the schedule. Uh huh. Sheesh. Uh huh. I would. Uh, I would go. I would go Thursday, Saturday. Well, not Thursday, Saturday. Uh, Sunday, Thursday. Like uh, that's the way I would kind of schedule the match weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I would try to do is like loosen the, if I was just a commissioner, how I would try to make this more entertaining. Um, I would loosen up uh, substitutions a little bit so you can get okay. like uh, more players in. I would make the bench a little deeper. Um, I would focus on trying to like run and gun the league, if that mm. makes any sense. Okay. But I would definitely like, cause I mean, like if you give, if you give teams more players and more substitutions, you can compress the schedule a little bit. You see it in European soccer. Like it's what happened. It's what's happening in European soccer right now. Like, uh, in the EPL now, like, um, you're going to like, I think five subs, and that's because the like uh, calendar is just so compressed now between like Champions League and like you know Europa League and Saturday games, Sunday games, like you know, you just need more subs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll see what happens, man. Um, if y'all take that idea out of this pod, pay us. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, don't pay me for the garbage books. <laughs> Actually, don't pay me for the idea. Bring me on to come up with more because we could definitely make this league like really fun. Hey. Thank you for checking out Chop Soccer Pod Center Circle. For more, check us out on Twitter at Chop Soccer Pod and Instagram at Chop Soccer Pod. You know the vibes.